0: Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish.
1: Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Vitality Health Show. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, the voice of hope and healing. And thank you for joining us. First, I want to thank our sponsor, The Mindful Lab, for making this show possible. The Mindful Lab can help you transform your life through the practice of mindfulness. Learn more at www.mindfullab.net. As a reminder, if you have any suggestions or comments, please email me at contact at MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We have a wonderful show for you today. We'll be talking about miracles. And our guest is Doug Crockett, who specializes in researching remarkable stories and unusual outcomes. We call them miracles because they are beyond our understanding and usually come in an answer to a prayer. You're going to be amazed at the things Doug will share with us today. So get ready, be inspired, and without further ado, please welcome Doug Crockett to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome,
2: Doug. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. I'm just thrilled with this opportunity to be on your show and talk about these wonderful, enlightening, enriching experiences that we all get to share together. So thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. You just gave me goosebumps, by the way. So (laughs) we're already starting. I know I've got my tissues right here because I know I'm probably going to need them because I kind (laughs) of tend to do that. And just before the show, Doug and I were sharing some amazing miracles that have happened just in the last week to my family and things that have happened in his world. And one of the things that I am so grateful to have you on is to help people recognize that miracles are happening and they happen every day. Yes. And sometimes we just may not recognize them as miracles, but they truly are miracles.
0: Absolutely. And
1: you have got quite the story to tell, and I love what you're doing. Before we get started, I want you to give your contact information. So, all of our listeners, I want you to make sure you have your pen and your paper ready so that you can take this information down. He is, he's got miracle stories all over the place, and he's always looking for more. So we want to make sure you know how to contact him. Yes. So, Doug, will you go ahead and share that
2: with us, please? Absolutely. It's called Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. And I'll say it again, Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. It's on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel there. I also have it on Facebook, and I have it on Instagram as well. That one is Miracles, and then just W-T-H-E. I can only fit the acronyms in the name <laughs> on Instagram. So uh, there's an email there that at the end of every uh, video. You can see the email. People can contact me. I'm happy to uh, ex- contact them, come, uh, come to them, I have all the equipment, the cameras, the lighting, where I take these videos of all their stories and, and then put it out there. Um, but my email that you'll see, it's miraclesproject twenty at gmail.com. And so people can email me and say, I have something to say. And and I've had some wonderful experiences with that too. Sometimes they don't just say, hey, can you contact me? They start right into their story. They're so moved. They have to start talking. So I love so it. So
1: true. Yes. <laughs> so true. And how, how awesome that you have a platform for people to do that. Yeah. I think that's so wonderful. And you and I have talked about being able to sp- Make this even bigger, and I know yes. one of the miracles for me was when I was doing my local radio show, and the Lord said, "Take this bigger," and I'm like, um, "Right, sure, I'm going to take this bigger." Sure. And within two days is when Voice America contacted me and asked me to host on their on their international show, and I'm like, "Okay, that's awesome. a miracle, yeah, right absolutely. there." You know, Cute. so we. The Lord's working; He's working hard. We need to be aware and yes. and listening and paying attention to what's happening in our world, right? Love okay. It. So, with that being said, big breath. I want you to share your story because it's. <laughs> I'm just getting goosebumps right now. Oh, okay. This is going to be a good day, <laughs> yeah. as always. So, go ahead and share your story with us, Doug, if you wouldn't mind, please.
2: Absolutely, I'm happy to. I've I've just got some notes together here. So, so why why am I doing this? Why does this interest me? What does it do inside of me that makes me um, want to continue and to do this? Years ago, years and years ago, two stories to really talk about: one about me, one about my family, and how that kind of moved me through to a position where I found real enjoyment when I talk with people spiritually. Uh, yeah, you can just kind of say, "So what's going on?" spiritually with you. I mean, how are you interpreting all of this? What's happening? And and how does this work for you? And I just, I really enjoy that when I talk to people and they start telling me, well, this is what's happening spiritually with me. And that would help me to understand what's going on spiritually with myself and other people. And so I guess the best place to start is early on when I was, uh, just before I got married, actually, uh, I got pretty sick and I thought, well, this is a very odd thing to have happen. What's happening here? And as perhaps a lot of people, sometimes your engagement periods are different. It's like, this is, is this the way it's supposed to go? And those kinds of yeah. thoughts go through our mind. And, you know, we all think of the perfect uh, method of of doing these things. Uh, so,
1: as, as there's not a perfect method, right? Right. Isn't <laughs> this supposed
2: to be just, you know, Cinderella story all the way? I
1: thought so, but no. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, exactly. On both sides. So uh, with those difficulties, and then I just remember I woke up one morning and half of my head was numb. My, my teeth, my tongue, my throat was all numb. Mm. And that was a weird thing. So I said, what's going on with that? Called my uncle who's a dentist. I said, what do you think this might be? He's not quite sure. He's a smart guy. He said, that sounds neurological which is a term that none of us want to ever hear. No. Yeah, so. I'll be talking
1: about my brain.
2: <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, don't. <laughs> Neurological is tough to, to fix. And so, uh, anyway, as it turned out to be, after n- a number of things occurred, uh, they they tested it uh, with a number of different things, MRIs, etc., and I had contracted multiple scler- sclerosis. And mm-hmm. so that, I remember, grabbed me, in a very odd way, I was with my dad when we went to the doctor. went to, did a CAT scan. That's where they found it. Before they went on to the other pieces, the the, the lumbar uh, puncture, the the MRIs, etc. And he just said, "I'm really sorry. I don't have bad news. I've got horrible news." Oh, yeah,
1: that's what you want to hear, right?
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, and really, it's it's such a thing. You're not quite sure how to take it in, how to yeah. process this. I do remember after we talked about it, he said, "Well, it might go on remission," which sort of gave me some comfort, but not a lot of comfort. It's like, well, what exactly are we talking about? Because <laughs> um, remission isn't fine, but it means it doesn't go away. So that was right. part of my thinking. But I remember I said in the office, I just said, "Well, I believe in miracles," and I was about 22 when that mm-hmm. happened. And he said the same thing. He, as a doctor, he said, "I do too," which I appreciated. Mm.
1: Yeah. Confirmation.
2: Yeah. So things went along there and took me, oh, about five years of going in and out of remissions and working through the process. Um, I tried a number of things that helped. I had, homeopathic seemed to help simmer down the symptoms and I could get back to being pretty healthy, get back to college, get back to what I was doing. Uh, about five years went by and that's kind of what was happening not to bring two stories on the same plate, but there's another story that happened in the background there too. And, that, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. That was our daughter, uh, Brittany. Uh, she was born to our family and our thoughts were, you know, we're in God's hands. So we'll just keep moving right along and we'll see how things go. We had Brittany, uh, but she ended up being diagnosed with multiple, excuse me, muscular dystrophy. Huh. And so we had a, a situation to handle there as well with my health. And so a lot of a lot of this went onto my wife's shoulders. And, um, and so I give her all the credit in the world and all the blessings to be able to handle what we're doing here as well. It's interesting because I do remember when I had to tell her the day I got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, we were not, we were engaged, but she needed to understand what was going on. So if she had another idea or decided a different path, and oh, she had that, the opportunity. It's a lot to commit to. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, uh, and I appreciate that she said, well, I've already made my decision, so let's, let's move forward. So <laughs> Good it, for her. It was. Um, I remember years went by, five years, and talking with my father, a lot of faith he has. And he helped me realize, he said, remember, some miracles take time. And uh, I said, okay, well, I appreciate that. Um, I'm going through the process of uh, five years in and out of college. I would lose all ability on one side of my body. It would be, um, I'd literally be just, um, I forgot the word I'm thinking of, but I couldn't move my right leg. My either side depends on which side. So it you happened, had,
1: had paralysis. So total paralysis.
2: Thank yeah. you for the word. Wow. Yeah, total paralysis. On, and so I'd have to drop out of college and, or drop that semester and go back home and try and press it back into remission and uh, in the beginning they say well save all of your energy don't do anything to try and let your the energy you do have push it back into remission that ended up not entirely being the right way to go uh because you got to move you You got to keep active yeah yeah i've realized that come later so i was going through that process um but i did notice uh finished college, got my degree, made some changes of what I thought I was going to do, and decided not to uh, So I got my degree and started working uh, up north of where I was. I was up in the Davis County, up in, in Ogden area of Utah, uh, in the Layton area. And um, I just started to notice that I didn't have any symptoms coming about. And, and I was grateful and uh, thinking, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. I'm trying to be healthy various different things of health foods and and then the homeopathics helped a little bit but eventually it just kind of stopped and i noticed after five years i talked to my wife i said it's been five years and i'm pretty happy about that <laughs> She said, yeah that, that's great but i'm still nervous always sitting on this time bomb waiting yeah. for something to happen then 10 years go by then finally at 20 years i said to heidi he said something's happened and I'm grateful. In fact, I'm I'm All stop. Right. I stop asking questions, and I'm just grateful. Mm-hmm. And so, we uh, my health was 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 doing well. I noticed I wasn't thinking about it. I was just very thankful. And to be of a truth for me, I can only attribute it to the power of God because I don't know what else to attribute it to. All
1: right, uh, that's a good thing but, to attribute it to.
2: Well absolute, done. Absolutely. Well. <laughs> Yes, and that's why I say I stop asking questions and I'm figuring it out. Like, you know, I'm just grateful and thank you, Heavenly Father. And uh, it's with a lot of faith, um, priesthood blessings too, from family, um, and to which I'm just very grateful. And even now, I, I, as people have asked me, so what's going on with this, and what do you attribute it to? It comes back every time. I need to attribute it to the power of God. I wouldn't have the gratitude. I would offend Him. If I didn't say that, mm-hmm. and I don't want to do that.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so, a lot of family members too, you know, they're all their faith, their oh, yeah. faith and, and their prayers and their, their blessings and the different things that takes, as I say, it takes a village, right? It does. And we have to know who that comes through. And God uses a lot of people in our world to make these miracles come
2: about. Absolutely. Absolutely. The family was incredible. They still are. And I'm grateful. And they've helped me get to a point that was wonderful. What I started to notice, too, and then going along with that was our daughter, Brittany, too, and her muscular dystrophy and that whole story there. And someday I I can explain that even further. I need to bring my spouse on, really, for that. She has so <laughs> much information. Because so, she was a lot of the, uh, the behind the scenes of helping our daughter. But I remember that after about 20 years, when I talked to my wife, I said, things are good. I talked to a doctor one time, and he noticed on my record, goes, oh, you have multiple sclerosis. And I said, well, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, It's all relative. (laughs) It's like, what do do I need to say about that? So I kind of told him, I said, I haven't had any symptoms. And now it's been pretty much 25 years, for 20 years, 25 years. And I don't know what to attribute that to other than just a loving heavenly Father that got involved and said, "I have something else for you," and I, this is not what I want you to have to experience further. Mm-hmm. And I said, "So, in my opinion, something's been taken from me, of which I'm grateful." And he just said, "Well, as a as a medical doctor, I've never heard of anyone going into this because I said either this is an incredible remission, or something's been taken." Right. And he's, And he just said, well, as a medical doctor, I've never heard of anyone going into this kind of a remission ever before, this permanent and this long. Mm. And so that's why I said, well, at this point, I stop asking questions and I'm just grateful. And I just let everyone know that there's someone on the other side watching out for us. So kind of chiming over to my daughter, Brittany's experience, wonderful experience with her muscular Mm -hmm. dystrophy. Doctors told us there she would live to age two. Uh, And this is when I was in college. So we're like brand new parents, family, trying to figure this thing out.
1: And you're still having your health issues.
2: Right. And now you've got a daughter
1: with severe health issues and going to college and newly married and trying to just figure out life. Right.
2: Right. (laughs) Exactly. What's going on? That's when you you go on
1: autopilot and just coast and just try to figure it out.
2: (laughs) Exactly Right. Well, yeah, I mean, my, my health was still very much in question. And then and with her, she's now a little girl, or we put her into her first wheelchair when she was like three, wow. figuring all this stuff out. Yeah, with her, it was she's 15 months old, and we're noticing that she's not standing, she's not doing these kinds of things. And the big test we gave her was she was kneeled down on her hands and knees, and we put the bottle about a foot in front of her just to see if she could crawl that far to get the bottle. Cause we knew mm-hmm. she, she wanted it. And that was a tough, tough thing. She just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And, uh, and we're trying to be strong and wise. And can you just go here thinking she could It's like, come on, you just need to do it. And then eventually it's like, no, pick the bottle up, pick her up and, 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 and let her eat that way. But that moved on to we had, got her tested and it turns out she had muscular dystrophy and they said by age two she would pass away so we're taking all that in as well <laughs> so wow anyway her experience was wonderful and she with her mother's help and all that we tried to accomplish she lived to the age of 21
1: that's a miracle right there isn't it
2: isn't it though the point that I guess I wanted to come to was as she grew up and her experiences, were going through all these kinds of things, school, and uh, how do we give her the help she needs for school? And we're putting her under a wheelchair. And then I was hard when you're in college and your daughter's going into a wheelchair and how do we pay for this? And what, what, what are we doing exactly? Ah. Uh, it was a wonderful experience that, that we had with her. Six months before she passed, I remember, I'm her father, and she's my daughter. But we had a discussion, a talk between each other, where it changed, where I was able to talk to her as a person and she could talk to me as a person. This is what's going on. And what I remember, in a real sense, I was talking to her as a person, and I didn't say these words, but in my mind and in my spiritual mind, I kind of was talking with God, and I just said, don't hand me one more thing. Mm-hmm. I can't do this anymore. And it, uh, or don't ask one more thing of me, which seems a little bit terse. It's like, how could you say mm-hmm. that? You know, my family. And, but I'm having a discussion with her. She's 21. And we're just talking. I didn't say those words, but I remember talking to say this is not easy, <laughs> the continual upkeep and taking care of them. what are we going to do and how is this going to work itself out? Right. But I appreciated that she could talk back with me. And now we're just talking as these people. And she says, this is not easy for me either. In fact, it's not hard when it's, it's so difficult when you have to ask for everything. Mm. When you can't do anything of your own self, she's in a wheelchair, take her from the bed to the wheelchair and everything that life that's involved with life. She needed that kind of help. She goes, that's not easy for me to do either. And it wasn't a comparison of trials. It was just a, a, a real talk back and forth of what's going on. Right.
1: right. Understanding of each other.
2: Yeah. It's an understanding. It's a real discussion of uh, this is what's happening to me spiritually, and this is what's happening to you spiritually. And, and so that changed the way I thought about things. I thought, I'm going to think about this differently. And I noticed that I started talking with other individuals about their spiritual lives that knew what was going on in mine too, and we started thinking about this was difficult, this is hard, and so what does that mean, and how do I handle this, and what do I do about it? And and I came to a decision, a thought process where I call it, and I've said this to other people in my neighborhood or my church group, and I I said, is it okay to get mad at God? And sometimes the, the youth even say, well, you're not supposed to. <laughs> and I understand that. I, my thought was, I think it is, because we come to a decision point. I call it kind of a pivot point. You right. come to a, de- a decision. I can go this way or I can go this way. I can go this way, uh, which are, I think to the left of those looking at me, to the left, mm-hmm. and that was I call you get mad and you just say, God, you don't know what you're doing, so I'm out. <laughs> and that's too bad. And so that's I call that kind of like pride. It's like, I, I can't do this. You don't know what you're doing, so forget it. I'm out, and then you just kind of leave it. And I feel yeah. bad about that. Or you can go this way where you can still be frustrated and not understanding. And uh, it's like, I don't get it. I don't understand what's going on here, but I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm going to continue and see this through. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a decision that I had to come to as well. It's like just because I don't understand doesn't mean someone doesn't understand. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And I love that you said sometimes people get angry with God. We I was just talking to somebody yesterday about that. And you know, he's 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 heard it all. Oh yeah. <laughs> he yeah. knows. And and he's there to be a sounding board for us and yeah, we I mean we get mad at our parents, our earthly parents, right? Right. Right. Imagine how many people get mad at him all the time, but he's always there for us. And no matter yes. how mad we get, and the decisions that we make, he's always there for us.
2: Right? Absolutely. He's always there. And and that doesn't mean that every day is roses.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a lot that's not.
2: Huh? Right. And there's still <laughs> tough things. And like that didn't work out. And what's going on? And how is this? I felt this was the way to go. And okay, what's happening? And so that doesn't mean you just have to pass that one big test and now everything is fine. Uh you stay the course and, you, and right. you keep moving along. You still learn things, and some miracles take time. And, and so I was realizing I think back to experiences even still today. I think back, oh, yeah, that was something that happened. And I didn't realize the miracle that it was till later. Right. And um, with our daughter, the experiences that we had with her and other kinds of things, even my wife sometimes is, notice this, Doug. Don't you understand? Can you now see? This is something that occurred and and it worked and it took a little bit of time but look where you are now which is a big a big thing
1: oh that's that's so huge and you know it took me a, a long time and a lot of experience to to instead of saying oh i'm just so tired of going through this this trial and just go okay that was a learning opportunity that was a huge learning opportunity. What did I learn?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you.
1: Just go, woo, I don't want to do that again, but let's hopefully we learn something from it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, that hurt, Heavenly Father. Uh, I'm not sure i want to do that again. <laughs> I agree. I remember there's times where I've jokingly, uh, sort of jokingly, but not really. It's like, I'm again, yeah. by having a real conversation, my prayers sometimes change, and I go, okay, how can I talk with him as a real person? I want to talk to God, not so much as a He's way up there, and I'm way down here, and right. But it's like I want to talk to you, and so there was a time I remember we thinking, "Okay, Heavenly Father, do whatever you need to do. Just don't hurt me." <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of a—I mean, do whatever you need to. I understand because I was nervous, like, well, no, who wants to be hurt or whatever. Right. But but really, you just have to hand it off to him. and Say, okay, um, this is where I think I want to go, and I'm going to do it anyway. And and uh, and trust that things are going to work out for the best. However, it works out. So, and that yeah. takes a lot of faith. A lot of faith.
1: So much faith. And you know, I just I just got the opportunity to speak a couple weeks ago, and and the topic was uh, Christ's hands. Yeah. And and it was passing your burdens to Christ and letting take them. And w- something I've done, and I think everybody does, is you pass them off, and it's like, okay, Heavenly Father, this is I can't do this anymore. This is yours, and there's been so many times that I'm like, okay, everything is starting to smooth out. Everything start. Go ahead, and I'll I'll take him back. Just just let me take him back because you know now I got it. I can do it. It's like, don't do that. Give it to the Lord and let Him take Him. He wants them. He He doesn't want us to suffer. But that's hard to do, isn't oh, it? It's really hard to do.
2: It's it's a, it's hard to do it in reality because you think, okay. Like, like when i had that prince said whatever works out is fine just don't hurt me that's the that's the human <laughs> side of me that that cringes yeah. cuz we talk as a child to our fathers like the first half of what i say don't you know don't worry about it i'm just ranting or whatever <laughs> yeah uh, but i want help but i'm scared and so help my fear or as one of my favorite scriptures is uh, help down my unbelief then every day it's it's we're trying to move forward and Good days and bad days.
1: It's true. And I think if we get very specific, you know, just help me to not cry so much today. You know, just it just just help my my heart to feel not hurt so much today. You know, just be very specific. Well and said. God knows us. He he knows us by name and he's gonna do whatever he can to help us get through the trials that we've been given so that we can have that learning opportunity, right? And before we go to our first break, you had a couple other children in the midst of this too, right?
2: I did. I have, I have two daughters. And so I had another daughter named Ashley and okay. she's 19 and she's uh, serving a mission now. So she's doing very well and we're very blessed.
1: Oh, that is so cool. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about her because I know with my cousin Kendra that had twins, that one passed away, and yes. having a child, and I've got a cousin that's got Down syndrome, and and we've got quite a bit in our family, and and just knowing that it just takes everybody, it takes everybody, and and we really need Very to nice. be aware of the other people that are in the room, or in the in the system with us. Because, you know, for me in my, in my business being a, a, in the healthcare world, I see people come in all the time and their caregivers are just about on their last leg. And they bring their, their family members in, their loved ones in to get hyperbaric or to get lights or, or to get oxygen, whatever it is, and they just sit in the corner and are just... Collapse. exhausted yes and so i've tried to be very very aware and i think that's one of the goals is to be aware of the other people that are around not just the one that's that's suffering going through that but like your daughter your wife mm-hmm. you know you once you got to be healthy and that was a miracle so you could yes. take care of your daughter and have the experience with her right you know i mean there's just ah uh, i just got goosebumps we're all connected <laughs> we're
2: all connected i agree
1: we are and our family, our parents and our and our relatives and everybody in our in our church groups in our neighborhood, it's all such a huge group that's there to, for for one purpose, and that's to get us back to Christ, right Great and goodness. help lift each other's burdens
2: yes and yes.
1: and sometimes we feel like we just cannot do one more thing, and that's when a miracle will come, right? Somebody okay. will show up with dinner. Right. Or somebody will show up and say, "Let me stay with your child," and you yep. guys just go out for a few minutes. You know, just miracles. Those are miracles.
2: Anything I can do to help them get to heaven, anything you can do to help me get to heaven, great, all the way around.
1: Absolutely. You know, just just simple things like, well, well, we'll we'll go into more, but I'm going to start crying now. I've got tears coming down my eyes. But just, <laughs> just the just the beauty of watching. For those miracles and mm-hmm. seeing them there. Okay, we're going to go take our first break really quickly. Give your, um, your website again so people can get hold of you or your Absolutely. email, whichever you want to.
2: Yep, my website is called Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. It's on YouTube and it's on Facebook. And you can contact me at MiraclesProject20 at gmail.com. Awesome.
1: Miracles project 20 at gmail.com. Okay. We'll take our first break. You do not want to miss the rest of this show. He's going to talk about some of the great things that have happened and the miracles that, that he has seen and interviewed and, Oh, I'm getting goosebumps again. Um, I, I knew I would all day long. Cause my, my emotions are right here.
0: Yeah, anyway,
1: come back, stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit
2: facebook.com/forward/slash/voiceamerica.
0: Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Many of us are finding
2: ourselves distracted by what's going on in the world around us today. We find ourselves discontent
0: with our circumstances, with what we have and how we feel about ourselves. And we find ourselves disconnected from those that matter most to us. If this sounds all too familiar,
1: check out MindfulLab.net and see how the practice of mindfulness can change your life today. Powerful programs are available to help you find clarity, connection, and peace at MindfulLab.net.
0: listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show.
1: Welcome back, friends. We are talking to the amazing spiritual, incredible Doug Crockett. We've been talking about miracles, and those of you that have listened to my other shows know that I love talking about miracles every day, and Doug is in the middle of doing, he's got an incredible YouTube channel and Facebook channel, and I'm going to have him give you that information. He is interviewing people all the time with their miracle stories, and it is just what we need to stop and go, wow, that really was a miracle. That wasn't happenstance. That doesn't just happen. Everything happens for a reason. I feel very strongly that everything happens for a reason. And if we look for them, we will find the miracles. And they are out there all the time in everything. I feel it's a miracle that you and I met, Doug. And that was through my cousin, Kendra. And I'm just like, I am so grateful to meet him because we've got some things in store that I think we're going to be talking about yes. and moving some things even more forward with this very topic where, because people need it. They need to be able to realize, oh my gosh, that was a miracle. Yes. That was a miracle. You know, That's my car didn't blow up, <laughs> my my tire I, it, it went flat, but I wasn't in the middle of the highway. You know, just things like this. There's so many things every day that are miracles. Absolutely. If we just watch. So we're gonna we're gonna go back, and I want you. To, we were just talking about your daughter, your mm-hmm. your second daughter. Yes. And Absolutely. kind of what her role was in helping Brittany, mm-hmm. and helping you and your wife, and the miracle of your um MS kind of disappearing.
2: Yeah. Right? Yep.
1: Miracle. Yep. I mean that that's just. So cool. Anyway, so let's go back to that and just I want to talk a little bit because I we were talking just before the break about caregivers and the people that are responsible for helping people get through and and how sometimes they just feel like they are just kind of forgotten in the background because there's so much work to be done to be taking care of that person that's that's sick or injured or hurt. But there are miracles that come from that every day. So I want to just take a second and have you address that with Ashley and your wife. You've talked about her a little bit, but let's just talk a little bit about Ashley for a minute.
2: Sure. Uh, Absolutely. We had our daughter, Ashley, and she's a miracle, too, in the beginning of it. Because with with Brittany and her situation, as it turns out, the doctors then told us, well, this is genetic. And every one of your kids has a one in four chance of having the same thing. Oh. And so that's another one of those. Oh, okay. So then that that affects family planning. Is that like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Um, we prayed a lot about that too. What's going to feel right to us? And our decision finally came to you, like, well, we'll just we'll just roll the dice again and see what happens. And uh, and our thought too was, well, if we did have another child that had that illness, the benefit would be we kind of know what it is now. <laughs> exactly. How to how to how to handle it. And so. It gave us a little more courage to say, well, we'll just move forward. And so we did, and we had Ashley, and gratefully, she uh, does not. And so, But you're right, the caregiver was involved. My wife was such a major caregiver for our daughter, Brittany, and uh, we worked together on this, but uh, she was by far the more at home and handling things uh, with that. But our daughter, Ashley, too, and I remember we even talked about it, says we don't want to just have her be like the helper only. Where she yeah. runs to get stuff because she can, and uh, can you go get this out of the bathroom? Can you go get this? And so we tried not to, but you, in some ways you can't help it because it's right. so helpful. Right. Um, but she she ended up having to, I think, grow up sort of early because she's had some experiences now where she's had to help a doc, a sister, that was not the same, um, and she had to handle her passing as well she was 13 i think when 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 britney passed away she was 21 but our daughter was 13 that's a lot to handle a lot yes and so she has a certain fortitude and maturity spiritually speaking that i appreciate and so she was able to talk to us and she's frustrated same kind of thing we can talk to her about I understand this is a rough thing. It's not easy for any of us, but we love our sister, and, and we're going to move forward. So we did, but now it's transitioned over to where Brittany or Ashley, our, our daughter, that's still with us uh, physically, still with us. Ashley, Brittany's still with us, and so spiritually, she's there. I'm sure. Yeah. In fact, I talk to her all the time. But
1: I'm sure she. Yeah. is. <laughs> she's here with us now. I can. Absolutely,
2: her. absolutely, and I'm grateful. There's times I just talk to her. Say, Brittany. I did say this once, too, I said, Brittany, you know how to handle hard things. And so when I personally or as a family am handling something that I think is hard, I can just say, you know, Brittany, you can handle hard things. Your old man right now has a hard thing <laughs> <laughs> with, with whatever in life, uh, jobs or life or whatever, just life and, and uh, neighborhood what should I do about this? And so I appreciate that she can kind of get involved in, and impressions can come. But it's also helped our daughter, Ashley, as she's had to make hard decisions in life too. She's able to say, wait a minute, is this going to help me so that I can see my sister later? Or is this going to take me away where, where it may not be as mm-hmm. easy? And so that helps bring to her and to all of us some level ground. like, Okay, deep breath. Where are we? What's, what's, What's the right thing and the wrong thing here? How can I handle this? What should I do?
1: Yeah, really makes you stop and think. And she's serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
2: She is. And she is where? She's in Newport Beach, California, mission. Oh, tough mission! <laughs> yeah the weather's really nice, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's why it was like the best best weather down there, right <laughs> right
2: It's always seventy two degrees so that's beautiful, but she's having a great experience and a growing experience out there too. We all right. new things like, okay, how do I do this and get along with your companions and now you're teaching uh, other people, and you're just learning all kinds of experiences, so she's having a wonderful experience out there. <laughs>
1: And don't you feel her upbringing and, and helping to take care of Brittany and helping to take care of you and and helping just, just the opportunity she had to have the childhood and the growing up that she had has helped get her ready for her mission and help helped her in ways we probably won't even ever know, but the people that she's able to touch and what she's able to bring.
2: You're exactly right. I appreciate that. She's had experiences that she can now draw upon to help her with other kinds of things as they come along, tools and abilities that she would not have had had she not gone through what she did before. Yeah, it's
1: just—I know. I remember when my daughter was on her mission in Des Moines, Iowa, yeah. and she she wrote to me once and she said, "Mom, I'm so grateful for all the trials that we've been through as a family and all the trials that we have gone through because." Everybody out here can talk to me about something, and I can relate because I've been there. And I'm like, right.
2: That's, That's huge. <laughs> that is huge. Uh, when we talk with people, yeah, you don't, you can't get into this comparison of trials and who's had it harder than no. the other. That's completely a fruitless thing to do. You just talk about where are you, where is that you want to go, how can I help you get from point A to point B? Right. Whatever point A and point B are. And so that helped me in a lot of experiences in life and in, and in church and things like that. I could talk to people differently and say, okay, wait a minute. We're trying to accomplish something. Mm-hmm. And how can I help you get there? And in turn, how does that help me get where I hope to go to? And so that makes it easier to start seeing people differently. Uh, we're kind of brothers and sisters on this journey trying to get where we want to go. It gets really hard. Things confuse us. I don't understand. This doesn't make sense. Maybe even I think it's not fair none of that matters
1: <laughs> that's right <laughs> just stay the course yeah stay the course and keep the faith of the the quote the faith not fear yeah has been especially in the last couple of years for for me anyway has just been I say that all the time faith not fear we can't live in fear this is all a learning opportunity
2: absolutely okay. and sometimes the faith not fear the faith for some days we just get out of bed <laughs>
1: exactly it's so true.
2: Some days are better than others, and yeah. uh, they're really rough. Or sometimes, like, okay, I'm just gonna breathe and get yeah. through the moment, and uh, and it's gonna work out somehow. So tomorrow's another day. We'll get, to, we'll move forward on this the best that we can. Yeah. And you have to think like that because you'll drive yourself nuts.
1: Oh, it's so true. Okay, I want to go into some of your favorite miracle yes. stories. I know you love them all, but it's with because of time, yes. let's just choose a couple of them to share if you wouldn't Absolutely.
2: mind. Absolutely. I'd be happy to. Um, they're all out there. I've got 31 now with, with a number of them in the queue ready to go. So there's one that I did that I began with that uh, was an interesting one that I put out there that grabbed me because it took me at the very beginning in a different direction. It's like, that's a different, interesting way to think about it. This mm-hmm. person's, uh, and it's all out there where you can see it, this person talked about how I loved going on vacations with his wife, and he was having a wonderful experience with her, and was appreciating the time they had together. And then something happened that that shocked him where, um, I'll give some details, but I encourage you to watch him. you'll love the video. It looked like he may be getting into a wreck. In fact, it was going to happen. Either this was going to—we're going to have a problem right now, or something's going to fix it so that I don't leave the Earth right now. And so, <laughs> and so, it worked out to be for the better, where uh, things were such that he the control was of the truck was brought back, and things were worked out okay in a miraculous way. But the point that he makes that I appreciated was, he said. Well, who was that miracle for? Was it for me? Was it for my wife? Or was it for the guy driving the truck? Uh, and he thinks it through and he, and he just says, I've lived a long time and I'm grateful for what I've had and my wife has too and, and I love her. But he thinks perhaps maybe the miracle is for the guy driving the truck because he was a young guy and if he would have done something and, and, and killed a couple of people that could have. Uh, affected him drastically yeah and changed everything about him and so my thought there was that's right it's not just about me yeah a lot of it is but how it affects other people means it affected me too it's like oh I became a part of this oh so what happened to me affected you oh that's a a better way to consider all these kinds of things and that helps me so when the hard times come I don't immediately fall on the ground cry forget it and, and those kinds of things so that was one where uh, I appreciated how it kind of began. We could just talk spiritually about this. He says, I don't think it's always just for me. There's other people involved. And I said, I agree. That's
1: yeah, so true. So true.
2: It's one of the first <laughs> ones that I love. Um, I experienced some pe- things with people that I appreciate. I, I talk about it as being things that happen from the other side of the veil. I, I really... Um, the way to go about it, some people have said, So, how can I see miracles? What do I need to do? Hmm. That's a great question with <laughs> yeah, a, num- a lot of answers. <laughs> so, a lot of it is, Well, they're happening all the time. You just need to have the mindset of, of noticing them. Right. And so, I encourage on the videos and everyone that I talk to, write them down. Make it a habit of your life. Start writing things down. Mm-hmm. and I've done that too, I have a little thing on my phone that's just a reminder that goes off every night about 9 o'clock, reminds me oh yeah, write down, write it down. <laughs> what's going on and yeah. so I used to do a gratitude only okay, so this is what I'm thankful for today and that's a good way to go about it and then it's it's shifted a little bit or morphed into a little bit of a I noticed this and I want to say this now I'm talking with Heavenly Father and I want to say something, right. not just okay, thanks that things worked out, but this is what I experienced, and this is what's going on, and this is what I think I want to have happen. And so the dialogue, I noticed it turned into a dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I write them down. This is what occurred. This is what happened good. And if something that happened that was hard, this is what was hard, and why it was hard, and when I think about it. And, and But again, I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm going to keep going. So, right. Um, and so, so this gratitude list that I, I would kind of do every day, I made it a, a habit, I call them heavenly habits or celestial habits. Uh That's great. And so things that all continue on forever, I think. Um, I talked with some people that when I speak with them, sometimes, again, they say, well, it's too spiritual. It's too sacred. And so I I just can't share it. And I've heard that a lot. Mm -hmm. And I even agree with them. It's like, then don't. If it's something that's too sacred and too wonderful that you don't think should go to like that, then don't. And I completely agree. However, my thoughts are, it all depends on how you want to share it. Right. Um, And I learned that um, from someone that I met uh, with your sister too. She said, it all depends on how you want to share it, which I agree. It's like, yeah, how do you want to do this? Because sometimes people share things that are very helpful. We're going through really hard stuff. Yeah. And if I just can't say anything, then who can I talk to? Well, I can talk to God. Okay. And that's a good thing. But then there's people here. It's like, this is rough and I want to say something. Who and how? And and so how do we do this? So when we write these things down and start putting it together about when it's really spiritual. So the one I wanted to share, it's also on there. I talk with an individual and you're right. I can't say what's the best of the word. They're all great. They're
1: all amazing. Yeah.
2: Some were... Did one boy nine years old and he just started telling me a simple experience. And yet, whenever, as I like to say, whenever heaven moves on your behalf and you recognize it, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. So this one it's individual, beautiful. it is, it's, it's simple kinds of things. But for this one, this individual, he, he's, he has a great talent. He can, uh, he's a painter and he can paint people beautifully. And he went through a time and he still lives where he paints people that passed away on their missions or huh. or any time in life, but particularly on their missions, he's done some. He also painted a picture of our daughter who passed away, and we like to say she's on a mission in heaven now. So. Absolutely. <laughs> <a> different location. <laughs> yeah, just a, she was transferred to heaven. Yeah. But he told some experiences that he had where he's done some people that have passed away on their mission while they're on their mission here. And uh, he had some experiences where they would start to talk with him through um spiritual experiences while he was dreaming at night sometimes he'd get ideas they would speak to him and he told one that i just i just love and uh and actually to talk to him he's done this many times to me is like being on sacred ground right and so when i talk to him i say i'm not trying to oh wow myself or anyone else but i said i appreciate that we could talk about this he took it he did a picture of a young girl and um And she passed away when she was two years old, as I remember. And he was doing this in the picture that he got from the parents. He uses that to do the picture the painting that he was going to do. So he did, but the color of her eyes, the picture was kind of a low quality type picture. And so he did the color of her eyes, kind of a gray color. And then all these pictures he sends back to the parents say, do you like it? Are we okay? He he does the pictures and he gives the pictures to the parents. Mm -hmm. And they said, yes. Then he He had a dream one night that things were different. And then this little girl came to him and said, you need to change the color of my eyes. Mm -hmm. So he turned around to where she was and you could see her eyes were sky blue. So- Oh, Yeah. (laughs) So he, he wakes up at three in the morning and has this, and he wakes up after this experience and he goes, what was this all about? And he'd already given the painting off to the framers. Huh. And so he tells his wife, I've got to run in there and change the eye color. She said, don't you need to call the parents and make sure I don't have time? <laughs> so he just went and did it. Anyway, and the miracle, beautiful. When, when the mother saw it, he said, he contacted her, sent her an email, says, I changed her eye color to sky blue. I hope that's okay. Uh she contacted him back quickly and said, oh, my goodness, I didn't even realize I missed that. Of course, her eyes are sky blue. They've always oh. been sky blue. Thank you so much. And so, yeah, and I get all goosebumpy on that. <laughs> I too. know. I'm going to start <laughs> crying again. <laughs> but, and so that was one, too. And, but I've had so many experiences and I've talked with people and, and what they've let me uh, put on their stories. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. And I consider like I said, I consider it sacred ground. And it does something to me. Right. It changes me, and I go, okay, everything's going to be all right. Something is working itself out somehow, and we're all going through hard things. All of us are every day. Yes. Something is going to work itself out. And so sometimes if, if that's all that I get from it, that's the benefit of it. That's the, right. okay, let's move forward. So I uh, – I appreciate that, and I've had others that are just wonderful experiences where I get to meet people person to person, spirit to spirit. How are you connecting so that I can connect? Right.
1: Oh, that's so beautiful. I've I'm, I'm, I'm just got goosebumps. I'm like, because things like this happen so much, and I just a couple of years ago I started writing things down. Yes. Because I started having really intense dreams, and I'm like, oh. Mm. Okay. There's some, I'm being told something, you know, for a long time, I've had a lot of dreams for a long time, but I was kind of in a place where I didn't want to know them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, I think that's one of the beauties of growing and learning mm. and having experiences and opportunities because you do get to a point where it's like, okay, that was mm-hmm. really, really rough, mm-hmm. but whoa, what did I learn from that? Okay, so let me start writing these down, because there's something, and I think that's why I'm so grateful for, for this show, because yeah. every show that I have, there's somebody that, that sends me a message back, or I get something back going, that is exactly what I need to hear. That was an answer to a prayer. Yeah. And I know that's what we're going to have today. I know that's what we're having today
2: already. Absolutely. I agree, and it is an answer to prayers. We need something, and it comes in ways that we don't even realize, sometimes you just see something. It, it's, a, it's a mindset. Okay, Heavenly Father, I'm present. Yeah. I'm listening. And even, I've even said this, even when you go to church, sometimes when you're taking notes at church, I'm taking notes all the time. <laughs> what am I getting from this? What can I pull from this? That's telling heaven, if you will, I'm present. I'm listening. I'm I'm right. trying to participate. There's something to be learned here. Right. And, and uh, I'll just keep going as the lessons come. Sometimes they come later.
1: Oh, Absolutely. It's like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to learn.
2: Years ago, oh, that was okay.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I and was the scared. older
1: I get, even though I'm not older, not much, but the older I get, I'm <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful that that happened to me as a child. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that I was raised that way or my parents taught me that or I had that experience yes. because that is changing the way I would handle this right now.
2: Well put. And that's a miracle. It is a miracle. Everything, when heaven gets involved and we see it and we start talking about it, that's a miracle. And I just, I'm looking forward to a, a few days to get to go to a family reunion and I'm going to talk to some more people that uh, that I appreciate and love. And just because we talk, so what's going on? I've, I've got other cousins that have had similar experiences to a friend you talked about, family, where she's able to see people on the other side of the veil. I love talking with her and I'm careful to say, I don't want to ask this irreverently, but I, but I love hearing what you want to say. Right. And so she would talk about it, say, well, this is what happened with my family and, and a father that passed away and this is what occurred and, and this is where I saw him and I'd say, that is wonderful. And, and it's not the, oh, wow, that's really interesting. No, that's the wrong spirit. I want to come right. with the right spirit and say, okay. What would you like? What would you like to share? Because I'm more than willing to hear it, and I appreciate the gift that you have. That someday I may. That's, I always say yeah. I don't have that gift yet,
1: and, and maybe you won't. Know, and if I
2: never do, that's okay, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, because you have your own gift of talking like this and doing this project and, and yeah. sharing that. That's that's a huge gift. There's a lot of people that can't get out there and do this, you know. And so, that is that is a miracle in and of itself. Oh, thank you. you. Know? So, yeah. I'm so grateful for that because I'm just sitting here listening to everything you're saying, just taking it all in. And I want our listeners to be very aware of what is going on around them because yeah. Everything in our lives is a miracle Mm -hmm. if you look at it as that. And you may not know why right now, but down the road, it's going to come back to you and go, oh, that's why I had to learn that lesson. Right? And maybe that's to help somebody else.
2: And it's, yeah, it's just because I don't know the answer right now doesn't mean there isn't an answer. It's just I don't know right now. Mm-hmm. and so that's why we don't throw in the towel say okay yeah. well as of right now i can get up i can get dressed i can get <laughs> on something
1: and, and maybe yeah. you need to have another experience yes, so that you can have the outcome that god wants for you Absolutely. so i'm gonna i'm gonna put a challenge out there this is something i've started doing for a little while and that is just when i say my prayers in the morning or i i ask heavenly father to help us be an angel in his hands mm. because that's that's our job right that's our goal if we can help lift somebody and elevate them and and share something and even just point out that is a miracle what you have just gone through, you know, yeah. and, and for you to come on and share this with everybody, I'm so grateful because we're not alone in this at all. There's lots, lots of people out there that are going through this and, and understanding and want to be there to help each other.
2: 100%. I completely agree. And gratefully so. We need people around us. And I'm glad they're there. I'm glad we can talk because it helps everybody, myself included. So it's my pleasure. This has been wonderful. Absolutely.
1: Thank you so much. You are just amazing, Doug. I'm just so <laughs> full, of, full of goosebumps all day. So we, we need to get off before we go really quickly. Give your contact information real quick. So I've been, make sure you're writing it down.
2: I appreciate that. Yes, it's called Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. It's on YouTube and it's on Facebook. Um, And you can contact me at MiraclesProject20 at gmail.com. I'm happy to talk with anyone and everyone that wants to share their experiences. And we all grow from it. So thank you so much. That's beautiful When heaven touches earth, that's perfect. And with that,
1: that being said, thank you so much, Doug. I love you. I appreciate you. And everybody out there, love please you too. be thank safe you. and have a happy and healthy week.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parish and leading health and wellness experts. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show.